Welcome to another episode of the Lighting Lounge. This is going to be show number 10. And after a long absence, 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 I am joined again by Aid. Welcome back. Hey, is this really show number 10? That's awesome. It is show number 10. I think it was show number six when you left or something like that. Well, I did go away. Yes, uh, I had a, a lot of wonderful travels around Canada, um, and uh, but that seems like I've been back for a while now. But this has been our first chance to get together, isn't it? Yeah. And um, did you see all of Canada? I don't think anybody can see all of Canada <laughs> in one lifetime. It is an enormous place. Um, we did see quite a lot of it. Um, uh calgary the rockies vancouver victoria ottawa toronto niagara uh, and we went to alaska for a week as well so um yeah we saw whales and we went husky sledding and we went to a rodeo and wore cowboy hats and a million other things as well so it was pretty awesome that sounds pretty pretty action-packed it it was uh, yeah you know things like you know um uh, the occasional bear, although we didn't get much bear action as such, it was more bear. You stay away from bears. Is is the is the survival thing? Uh, we went whitewater rafting, which we mostly survived, apart from my son who ended up with five stitches in his hand. Oh, um, but yeah, he's all right now. He's fine. Um, but yeah, no, we um, yeah, it's been an amazing thing. Yeah, so amazing trip. So uh, yes. A, a great a great summer trip it's the what like i said I probably said this before it's the one you talk about for 10 years and then eventually go yeah we're going to have to do this otherwise yeah we've been talking about it for many years so that's the kind of trip the scale of trip that i've just enjoyed so yeah fantastic it's always fun when i when i talk to people here in in germany about america and you know california and and they go yeah well you know how you did you go to other states or how does this and i'm like well you know america's kind of big when you compare it to germany you know germany fits in like oklahoma or something you know the whole country and the the length of california is the whole length of germany so it's i think when you go to a big country after living in a small country then it it changes the scale and yeah, because there's there's a thing. I don't know if it. I mean, it's a bit of an internet meme these days. I don't know if it's a real thing in the states, but yeah, comparing things to the size of Texas, and and you know, Texas is is like Canada's about the size of like twenty Texases or something. Yeah. Like it. it's, it's, it's just like yeah, Texas, that small place down south. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's funny. It's funny how the perspectives change from depending on where you are. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But anyway, how is your summer? Um, you've been busy because actually let's 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 say because you've been publishing podcasts haven't you so so clearly you've been productive this summer i have been productive yeah it's been it's been an odd summer for some personal reasons but um it's been fun i i actually was we were planning on taking a break when you left and then picking it up when you came back and i had this kind of idea in the back of my head well maybe it would be fun to get some guests on and i i quickly messaged you and asked hey would it be okay if i got a guest on while you were gone and it turned into four guests so yeah, um, you did really well. You got some good guests. As I got well. some good guests. Yeah. And um and Billy's been great, uh putting the podcast out for me. So I've been coordinating with him, putting the podcast out. I've been doing the YouTube part. And uh yeah, it's on YouTube, by the way. So uh, here we are. 
must um, remember that does that mean i have to turn my beer around so that the branding on the label is not visible on the youtube and we're going to get demonetized or something i think you have to monetize first in order to get demonetized so i think we should be fine um, anyways i think i think we have like six or seven views on one of the videos so clearly it's a it's an audio format first i think in 10 years will be an overnight success oh yeah definitely <laughs> Well, anyways, we wanted to just kind of catch up a bit. And you actually, you, with, with your travels and everything, you've been kind of uh, taking a break from YouTube and listening to podcasts and that sort of thing. Um, so you haven't heard the the ones that I recorded, but I thought I would I maybe no. maybe fill you in a bit on, on what we did and what we talked about from, from memory. And um, it was it was really interesting. I had four different guests. Um, the first one was Jamie Maldonado, who is a, a familiar name. He's from East Texas. Speaking of Texas again, oh, I learned yeah. I learned what is East Texas as opposed to just all of Texas. Um, oh, okay. So apparently, everything to the east of Dallas is considered East Texas. So that was that kind of makes sense, I guess. I guess, yeah. Um, and then we had a friend of the show, Gabe Sachs, uh, came and we talked about his photography in in sunny california and then we had uh jake hicks who actually he was the the guy who kind of inspired the shot that we talked about before you left with the the motion blur in combination with flash yeah Uh, so he does a lot of that kind of long exposure combining with flash lots of color um gelled photography and that sort of thing and then the last one we did was with a woman named Yvonne Hansen um, from Canada. And we talked about her, her photography, her film photography. And uh, she also does some like uh, fashion week photography and that sort of thing. So those were the, those were the four guests that we had. It was great conversations with each of them. Cool. Oh, yeah, I, I, they're, they're on my backlog to listen to. Although, having said that, having taken the summer off a lot of social media stuff and podcasts and stuff like that, uh, my backlog is now a mile long at the very least. So, uh, but yeah, did you did you have fun? That's the important thing. I had a great time. Um, we had we had um, almost no technical difficulties, so that was always good. <laughs> and okay. um, yeah, sometimes sometimes it really got into a really good flow, and we had lovely chats, and it didn't really feel like a podcast at all. Sometimes it felt a bit more like an interview where I was, you know, doing questions and that sort of thing. So uh, it was definitely a fun learning experience. And I, I enjoyed the, the interactions with different people. Ah, okay. Now that's, that's, uh, and from a, uh, a lighting point of view, I mean, this is the Lighting Lounge podcast. Are, are you, have you come away from those conversations full of inspiration and ideas and stuff like that? Yeah, um, I I actually tried a few new things uh, last Friday. I had a I had a shoot in the studio, and I tried a couple of things that I I wouldn't have thought to do before. All right, cool. So that was that was kind of fun. Um, I I was chatting with Jake Hicks, and it's kind of a technical thing, but we we were chatting about cameras and lenses, and actually after the show, we got talking about his Pintex six by seven, which I oh. also have. Okay, yeah, and yeah. Um, it's a big camera, makes big negatives, and makes a, a lot leg- of noise. Legend of a, of a camera, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Yes, yeah. Um, but it's got, I think, a one twenty fifth, uh, not a one twenty fifth, a twenty fifth of a second sync speed. 
I can see that because if it's got has it got a two curtain shutter? Yeah, yeah. It? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so and that that's an enormous amount of space to travel across, isn't it? It's, so you can I can imagine why distance. it would be. Yeah, and it, and and a camera that was designed in the nineteen sixties, I think. I think it's a bit newer, but uh, still, it's, it? it's an older camera. There, and there I think new, there is a newer version of it. There are multiple versions of it, and maybe the seventies. I don't know, but yeah, you yeah. can understand. I can understand why that would be. Uh, it's it's yeah. basically got, got to travel seven centimeters, and so you've you know it takes a while for that to open, and you need that that window of time when it's fully open to catch the flash. Yeah, yeah. And um, so so I was chatting with him about it because I said you know he said yeah well I use the Pentax six by seven I said well you use that with flash, and he said yeah, really. And we, we got to talking because they, they do make um, leaf shutter lenses for that camera. Oh, do they? Um, okay. which, is kind of, which is kind of an odd thing. I've never used one, but apparently you, you put the camera kind of in bulb mode and then you fire the lens separately, um, something like I that. See, um, I mean, I could see that happening. You know, not, the, not perhaps the, the slickest of user interfaces, but you know, um yeah, I mean, I can see how they technically because you put the camera in bulb mode, right? But the shutter in the lens is still closed. Then yeah, you shouldn't be getting any light through it. So, and then you can just fire the lens, the the shutter in the lens at whatever sync speed you want. Yeah. So the um, apparently that's that's a lens that you actually have to read the manual to use the lens properly. Ooh, wow. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> um. Anyways, if I ever find one, I'll maybe play with one. But uh, so far, I haven't done that. Um, but anyways, I was talking to Jake about it. And he's like, well, you know, in the studio, you just kind of turn down the, the room lights and you're fine. And I, I just yeah. wouldn't have thought to yeah, do yeah. that, you know, um, you know, one twenty fifth of a second, uh, uh, a 25th of a second um, is still a reasonable shutter speed. And you, you're freezing the motion with the flash, so you don't have to worry about motion blur. Um, the flash is still... Ten thousandth of a second or whatever that is yeah. so um he said well just turn down the room lights a bit and maybe you know if you want to then close your aperture a bit more so f4 yeah. f8 at uh you know kind of a low ambient and you're fine so how did it go uh it went fine it it worked just like he said it would made perfect <laughs> sense and um you know i just i tested it first on my digital camera to make sure that i wasn't getting too much um kind of bleed through from the yeah from the did ambient you, you, light yeah you got got the exposure on the ambient only did you on the digital so you could check that it wasn't too much coming through yeah and it was it was showing me kind of a, a very faint image on the digital it turned out to be fine and it was even possible to shoot at a 2.8 um on the pentex 67 with okay. the with the ambient light so it, it got down much lower than i thought it was going to be and you have to get you have to be pretty spot on with your focus at two point eight on a six by seven. On a six by seven, yeah. <laughs> um and I managed to get a couple in focus. Um this one I also this was kind of fun. Um uh, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but that's okay. That's what podcasts are for, isn't it? No, 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 that's not. Yeah. That, that it's um, you're, you're you've you've had an inspiring guest on the show, and you've used what you've learned to 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 advance your own work. This is wow. You're, phrase, you're phrasing it nicely. So I, I pulled up an image here, and this was uh, the the model that I actually hired for the evening or for a couple of hours, 
and um, the the lens that I used on this particular shot um, is a two point five, I think, and it okay. is a it's a projector lens. So it's a projector lens for a six by six slide projector okay. that okay. I modified to fit on my six by seven. Wow. So okay. there's no there's no aperture in it. It's just wide open all the time. Oh, there's no there's no um closable blades. Right. So it's just two point five. It's just that and you're, yeah. and you're done. Right. And you're okay. Done. So um it's it's a very shallow depth of field. It is. I, mean, I I really love this picture. She, the, the the I mean, it's a razor thin um, depth of field, isn't it? I mean, her eyes and her nose are in focus, but her ears are, are starting to blur out. Yeah. So yeah, you you nailed the focus, but but must have been pretty hard to do. Um, there's a. I don't know. I don't know how much of it is is the the pose and and the lighting and just the model who she is and 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 what she looks like. But um, there's a vulnerability about it, not in a not in a bad way, in a, in a good way. A sort of you know, um, it's not like vulnerable as in victim. It's vulnerable as in sort of you know emotionally vulnerable. Is what's is what's coming to me from this um, this this picture. I love this. I really like this. <laughs> And so this talking about the lighting, um, I was, I knew that I was going to have two hours with her in the studio and I wanted to use that time well, cause I was paying for it. And that's a, that's a new thing for me. Um, you know, I usually work with non-professional models and we just do it kind of as a fun thing for both of us. And we both use the pictures and everybody's happy. Um, but I, I got a message from a friend saying, Hey, this model's coming to town. She's great. You should, you know, if you want to book a model, uh, you know, she highly recommended. And, uh, he was right. She's a lovely model and was very easy to work with. She's uh, from the Ukraine originally, but is kind of traveling all over Europe. And, um, she, uh, was, was great. And it was really easy to work with her. You know, I just say, okay, I'm looking for kind of a, a soft mood or a, a peaceful look or here something a bit more edgy, a bit more fashiony. And she would just do that. You know, she would go into her, her kind of library of, of looks and poses and stuff and just give you a whole bunch of different options. And so that was really, really fun to work with a professional model, which is kind of, kind of a new thing. Ah, okay. So, uh, and you've got, yeah, you've got a bit of Rembrandt lighting going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Shot. So I, to, to try and get as much done as possible in a couple of hours, I thought I want to keep the lighting simple. So I used a, um, a massive umbrella for basically the whole, the whole two hours. Okay. Um, I have a, I think it's a one thirty or one fifty centimeter Godox umbrella. That's oh, it's okay. large. Yeah. And, um, I have three speed lights that sit in there to try and, and they're up pretty high cause that's a lot of surface to fill. So it's when, a, when you say umbrella, do you, I'm, I'm guessing by the, the light, it, it's not just a pure, uh, a shoot through umbrella. It's a, it's a bounce umbrella. It's, yeah. it's a reflective umbrella. Yeah. yeah. So the, mm -hmm. the lights are shooting backwards into a silver umbrella and then it's reflecting from that forwards and it's got a, um, 
a diffusion on the front of the yeah. umbrella. So it's basically I may a soft have exactly box. the same one. I think my I think one my one that's that big is it, it might have an, an an octa umbrella, which is my big one, which is possibly exactly the same one that you've got then by the or very similar by the sound of it. Similar. Uh, this one's not eight sided. I think there's like twenty spokes or something. So it's a bit oh, more okay. round. Oh, a bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, but same idea. Mm. And. Um, so I, I used that for this shot just on the one side. I think I put a reflector on the other side just so it wasn't quite as much shadow on, uh, you know, what, what is now the right side of her face. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just kind of adjusted the angle a bit. And that's also lighting the background, which was a um, just a, a really cheap fabric background. Um, I think they're from Kate Backdrops. And it's it just gives you a little bit of texture, and the, I like it. And I like in how in this shot it it it's a very complementary color to her hair as well. Um, uh, so you've got uh, and the the light that reflects off the background that's wrapping around her shoulders, which takes on the color of of the background. I think what you you've got is. I, I love the the color in this because she she's a, a fair skinned person, um and and the color is a I'd co- probably call it like a terracotta type of color that mm-hmm. you've got for the background, uh but her eyes are very blue, mm. and the terracotta and the blue uh you know, as color contrast work really really well together so yeah the the whole thing feels very well composed from not just a lighting point of view but also from a color point of view oh, thank you that was a. Uh, I was also interested when i scanned it this was this was a kodak gold in in 120 right. and um when i when i scanned it and pulled it up i was like oh that looks interesting uh, i'm never sure what what the colors are supposed to look like when you scan something so oh yeah uh, no me yeah. Um, and this this was another um, image from the same the same shoot, and um, similar idea. Uh, just you can see a bit more of her shirt and her outfit. But this one had really interesting mm-hmm. uh, lens flare that snuck in at the bottom. Ah, uh, okay. I just wanted um, to ask about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm assuming it's lens flare or the or the film had something weird happen to it. But it it looks kind of on the on the right. You can see some kind of typical lens element kind of flaring. it does a bit doesn't it yeah it's, it's interesting it's almost the way it's sort of linear across the 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 image almost looks like an anamorphic kind of flare assuming oh, well, it's not an anamorphic lens no this this was with the normal uh the normal 105 lens on the okay on the pentax six by seven and, that um, that is that one hundred and five is is a, is a cla- is a classically known lens for that camera. I think is it? Is yeah, it, it's, it's the one. It's yeah, the one one of the ones to have. I I asked Jake after the after the podcast after we recorded. I said, so are you, what what lens are you using on the one on the on the Pentax? And he said, well, I think if you don't use the one hundred and five, then they come and take it away from you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, yeah. you're required by law to use that lens on that camera. So, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he he made another another comment off air, which I thought was very astute. Um, he said, "Doing a podcast or doing an interview is a really interesting thing because you you can write to somebody or you know message or whatever, 
and say, Hey, you know, I'm doing this podcast. Do you want to come and chat for a couple hours about photography? And most of the time they say yes. But if you were just to write to some stranger and say, hi, I'm a, I'm a stranger on the internet. Do you want to call for a couple hours and talk? They're going to be like, you're a weirdo. Why would we want to do that? Why, why on earth would I want to do that? Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. Yeah, so, pod, yeah, the podcast makes you legit, doesn't it? That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, it's you the know? legitimacy. Um, Maybe I'll put it on my next passport when I renew my passport. Yeah, there's that podcaster. Podcaster, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why does your why does your occupation always have to be the thing that you actually earn money doing? I've never I've as a, I've never been a person who identifies myself by the the job that I do. Mm. Um, I mean, the job that I do is is yeah I, I enjoy it at times. I don't enjoy it other times. Same as everybody with their work. Um, and uh, you know sometimes it's interesting, sometimes it's not. Uh, but I've whatever even when it's been like the best job in the world i've never really thought of myself is that's that's what i am mm. <laughs> i've always been a yeah you know, like a person a person who has many many interests and yes i work for a living too <laughs> that's what most people do <laughs> yeah actually that's actually that's good, raises a question for you because i mean you you are uh, you are a, a craftsman and an artist mm. uh, as as well as a businessman so would you if somebody says to do you, do you identify as a as a jeweler? Do you ident, do you identify as a businessman? Do you identify as neither of those things? As a photographer, maybe, or a podcaster? Um, I definitely identify as being a. I, I like the I like the German word of goldsmith, so I like okay. that. Okay, right. Uh, yeah, you know, I didn't mean to demean. No, try, no it's the, quite the craft, all right. Quite all right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but I don't I don't consider myself an artist. Um, not with the okay. jewelry. Um. And that was, that's kind of an interesting topic of what is an artist or what is a, you know, a craftsperson. I think mm. I'm, I think I'm, I, I'm much more happy calling myself a craftsman than an artist. And okay. I okay. think I've, I've thought about it quite a bit because I don't know why, you know, what's, I mean, the photography is an art. So I am an artist. If you want to think about it that way, um, you know, jewelry is an art, so you can make artistic jewelry um i think for me the difference between a craftsman and an artist is the um maybe the message you know that that an artist wants to convey a message of some kind in oh, their okay. art yeah yeah that mm -hmm. there's a there's a deeper meaning um you know or or a technique or something that's that's new and creative um maybe i don't know if van gogh was trying to tell us something with his sunflowers or his starry night or or if he was just tripping and um you know that's what he was seeing at the time i, I think don't he know. was just trying to make a few quid wasn't he yeah yeah was his um yeah get, get by in the world maybe yeah so i don't know um i I find it really hard to call myself an artist because I think, you know, you got to start cutting ears off or something to really be an artist. Um, I don't think it's compulsory. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Maybe that will change over time. But at the moment, at hmm. the moment, I, I consider myself more of a craftsman. And, okay, uh, cool. You know, that's still a pretty damn cool thing to be, if you ask me. It is a cool thing, yeah. And um, <laughs> we, were, I was chatting with Yvonne uh, during the podcast too, and we were talking about the joys of being self-employed and uh, all the things that go along with that. So, uh, 
all the paperwork that goes along with it and oh yeah 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 <laughs> yes yes we've had our own business for, for in this household for some years now nearly mm. 10 years i think now so um yeah know, know all about that sort of thing she she made a funny comment um she said that she actually got into photography um while she was studying something else in college and she thought it would be a great way to make money on the side <laughs> quick, quickly realized that that's not not the best way to make a quick buck as as a photographer <laughs> no no indeed indeed but hey i mean if she's managed to to make it her thing then well done her yeah, yeah it's, it's a pretty yeah. hard thing to do isn't it these days so yeah i think so and she she has a really interesting youtube channel uh, I, I encourage people who are interested in that sort of thing to check it out um she does things um you know she does videos she did a whole series of videos about um oh what was it what was it um Well, if she's from Canada, right, like it, my personal experience of touring Canada, because I know the country like the back of my hand now, is that it must be a video series about bears or, uh, I or, don't cow think... or cowboys or, or something. <laughs> I don't know if there was any cowboys involved, but it was um, she, she phrased it very nicely. But it was it was basically about the the difficulty of getting in as a photographer and, ah, okay. uh, you know, access and um you know, the first hurdle is you have to, you know, spend money to get equipment and then you have to spend money yes. to get yeah, uh, yeah. a space and then you have to spend money to do this and do that. And, um, you know, even if you have a lot of money, then you have to still have credits to get into, you know, events and be seen. And then you have to have pull with gallery owners to get your yeah. work presented. And so so she was kind of talking about these barriers to entry at different levels of photography and. I found it fascinating. So it's it's four mm. videos. If anybody's interested in that, oh, okay. uh, you know, no, check that it sounds out. Sounds really very interesting. Yeah. Um, she did a she did a video on like um, stereotypes in film photography and why are there <laughs> why are there so many pictures of basketball hoops on film, uh, you know, and and this sort of thing. So she she's got a cool perspective on photography and social issues and things surrounded by that um she did she did a series about um not safe for work images on reddit and apparently there's lots of discussion on there because you know there's these you know naked pictures mostly of women posted on these reddit uh, threads and um people are claiming that they're art and artistic and that that's uh, why okay. there are these yeah. naked ladies on the on the forums and she was kind of trying to argue that point of like well art is great and nudity can be a part of art but is that really what you're going for in these pictures um so anyways it was uh, it was fun we didn't chat a whole lot about those videos on the interview but um it's something that that i found interesting kind of in in researching before before she came on the show and yeah um, Ah, interesting yeah. stuff. And she she does um, backstage photography at fashion shows. So the, oh, okay. the the models are kind of done with their hair and makeup. They're in their outfits. They're ready to go out or they've just been out on the catwalk. And she gets to kind of pull them off, pull them out of line and put them in the set that she has created and say, okay, you know, we're going to take a few pictures here. 
and then they go and do their walk. And so she's got, you know, 20 seconds or something with each model and, um, but gets to do kind of a, a cool editorial portraits, you know, fashion portraits, that's very um, interesting yeah behind this uh backstage not behind the scenes we we made that distinction because behind the scenes is them like getting their makeup done and that sort of thing right uh, but, okay but yeah backstage yeah. so, mm. oh, so that was that was cool and um we had, had a fun discussion about that sounds like you've had a lot of um of uh educational entertaining and inspiring conversations <laughs> yeah yeah, everybody everybody has has their different different perspectives and it's fun to hear about them and and learn about how different people see the world through photography. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Just, okay. So so well what next then? Well, what next is a good question. Um we we set this out or or I, I presented this idea, I guess, of, of doing a kind of a mini series of reviving the, the lighting lounge. And we're kind of, we're kind of, or I'm kind of running out of, um, I don't have a clear picture of how it's going to go on now. Um, you know, I, I asked you to get involved kind of as a, a on a limited run basis, uh, not committing to an ongoing podcast it's very kind of you to invite me. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been wonderful having you and and chatting. Um, but you did let me know that you you do want to uh, not continue with with doing this podcast. So um, yeah, I have a, a as as interesting as I find it. Um, I have a, a lot of commitments and <laughs> another podcast. Unfortunately, it, it isn't going to fit into my schedule at the moment. So yeah, well, there there are limits to everybody's time and and energy. So. Um, I definitely appreciate the the time you've put in here, and it's been fun chatting. Um, yeah, very much. Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 time to time to to take a step and think about it. Is it? Yeah. So I'm not sure. I don't want to continue doing it just by myself. So um, I I really enjoy getting guests on and chatting with them. That's really fun. Um, I would be open to another co-host. So if there's somebody out there listening to this who said like, oh, I would love to join that and, um, and chat, that would be, I would definitely be interested. Um, if people have been enjoying this and want to hear more, uh, please let me know. And the best, the best thing would be to send me an email. Uh, so it's jm.mendiza at gmail.com. And we'll, we'll get Billy to put that in the show notes for us. <laughs> and thanks Billy. Um, thanks Billy yeah um so if you've got ideas if you've got questions if you've got things you'd uh like me to talk about or or discuss with guests or that sort of thing let me know if you've been enjoying the podcast and you just say keep doing what you're doing that would be nice to hear if you're not enjoying the podcast and you're happy to have it end then I guess you don't have to bother writing an email because <laughs> you're probably not listening anyways so um anyways so the future is kind of open. This is this is episode 10 and this is going to kind of conclude this season of the the lighting lounge. And season's a good word. Season's a good you, word yeah. there, there there can be many seasons in life, can't there, right? So to conclude one season is not the end of something. It's the yeah. It's a it, it's the opportunity to transition into a new season of something else. Exactly. So um we'll see in what shape or form this may or may not return and uh 
it's kind of up to the listeners now to to see how that goes and and also just uh my time and and finding another co-host so we'll see um well i suppose we should say thank you very much to everybody who has been listening and and uh you know it's uh it's been it's been good fun to to do this run with you uh and uh yeah hopefully um well uh are you accepting uh, audition tapes at this point in time or just just an expressions of interest or what's sure yes all of the above <laughs> all of the above <laughs> all of the above yeah and it's it's been fun for me to uh you know learn how to do this and video calls and recording and uh i've, I've learned how to use yeah. obs and i have uh, i have to say i've been impressed by your technical skills in setting this up um it, it works really well and it yeah you know, and um yeah it's all it's all good well done yeah yeah i mean it's it's amazing i think i think just a few years ago this sort of thing would have been much more difficult and oh you'd have needed a whole production team to do yeah. you know, recording of video streams yeah. over the internet to such a high quality a few yeah. years ago it's it's amazing and it's i'm i'm using all free uh open source stuff you know obs is free the uh video ninja that we use is free as a kind of our calling program um it's very cool so uh, it's been a it's been a fun adventure for me uh, just in that in that aspect as well yeah cool excellent all right any any final words from you uh no I, I i've tried to remember to say thank you to everybody to you to the listeners uh to, to billy for putting the podcast mm -hmm. out um and uh yeah i think it's been a lot of fun thank you um and uh whatever you decide to do with it um i look forward to hearing it all right well i will say thank you as well to everybody for listening and uh preemptively for all the people who are going to send me lots of emails coming up shortly <laughs> and um yeah thanks for listening and maybe we'll see you around soon so take care everybody cool. and bye-bye yeah take care everybody bye-bye